House Dumbledore. I'm Jesse the Short One. This week, we're doing monthly movie <laughs> review. I fucking hate you. Sorry. Uh, this week, we're doing monthly movie review. You can expect spoilers for Just Mercy, Bad Boys for Life, and 1917. Two of these movies happened. Three movies that... <laughs> In real life. Three movies that if you watch them in the right order, tell one consistent story. <laughs> Alright, what movie... What movie... We bang it out first in this in this monthly movie review. Uh, let's start out with the one that came out in 2019, Just Mercy. Did that come out in 2019? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Okay, give me the stats. What are its... What's its KD? It's got... That's it's dark. Got, oh, yikes. <laughs> it's got a 83% from critics, which seems low. No, it's... 99 from the audience. That checks out. What are you giving it? First movie of 2020 review. Um, yeah, I'll give it an eighty-five. I'm giving it, I'm giving it a ninety-five. Mm. Um, and we'll, we'll get into why is why is and hows in a second. Made one hundred and forty-eight million so far worldwide, but made less than one million dollars opening weekend because it was a it was a limited release kind of situation. Oh yeah, so they only had it in some theaters and then spread it. I hate when they do that. That doesn't even make sense to me for the opening I weekend. I don't get why they do it either. I think you know, if you track I mean, your opening weekend numbers, it needs to be on your wide release. The first weekend of your wide release. Yeah. And then here's another thing that I don't understand. Can't find the budget for this movie anywhere. Wasted, Look, a, wasted a good 30 minutes trying to find this. Who, who distributed it? Or... I don't know any of that nerd shit. I was, I was trying to find the budget, couldn't find the budget anywhere. Huh, that's super weird. Yeah, but I assume making $148 million, they 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 made their money back. Yeah, and, and a lot more. I mean, you gotta assume most of the budget went to actors. That's, yeah, that's Jesus. what I was thinking. There's really not much as far as sets or... There's no explosions. <laughs> no, there's not any explosions in Just Mercy. As opposed to the other movies we'll talk sir, about Sir, sir, spoilers, please! <laughs> Okay, right, who's acting in this movie? Uh, it's uh, Michael B. Jordan, the guy that seems to be in everything right now. Baby Creed, Joe yeah. Longer, my fucking boy. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I love Michael B. Jordan. I don't think there's a Michael B. Jordan movie I've seen yet that I don't like. Yeah, there's also uh, a guy named Rob Morgan, and I don't know actors, so I had to look this man's up. He plays one of the characters that's in jail with the falsely convicted. Uh, main character yeah from and at one point he is murdered there's already spoilers everybody knew that if you watched any episode of this um and the acting that he does leading up to his death is insane yeah i don't think there's a person in the theater that wasn't crying and if they weren't i would be very afraid to hang out with that person. <laughs> well, you're looking at him, baby. You cried. No, my biggest, my dude. The whole time I was watching this movie, I was like, I'm not crying in public. I was not you ready did to cry, cry. In public. No, I, I didn't. saw it happen. No, that was in 1917. <laughs> I cried like a baby. I didn't cry in mm. Just Mercy. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah. you're a fucking monster, dude. Man. It was hard. Like the, but the thing is, like the entire time, cause I don't know. I don't like crying in public. Like, like in movie theaters, like, it just mm. bugs me. It's like, I don't know, I was just sitting there like that, and like, honestly, for like 60% of the fucking movie, I was just like, this is like insane. Like, it is hitting so many fucking beats. We'll keep going with the actors. Yeah, I mean, that's the only ones I wrote down. Did you write down Jamie Foxx? No. Jesus Christ, Jesse. Brie Larson? <laughs> <laughs> Both Academy Award uh, nominees? Okay, well, 
Fuck I don't you care know. about awards. I care about who spoke to me. Oh my god. And Rob Morgan spoke to me. Yeah. It he, was amazing. Well, he hasn't been in a ton of stuff. I think the only thing he was in was like Daredevil, all the MCU shows. Like really? his name was like Tuck or something. Hmm. Yeah. He's he's okay in it. He's just a side character. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know, dude. Um, I think for me, the reason I gave it an eighty-five is if you look at this movie, it's pretty by the numbers. You know, there's not a lot of like. I don't think there was any, like, filmmaking shit or, like, writing that was, like, mind-blowing. I think That's the power fair. of this movie lies in more the on the, on the docu than the drama aspect as well. well no, it's no, not see, dramatized uh, more than it needs yeah. to be. No, yeah, but I also, like, disagree with that. I think it, it, it does focus on the drama, but I think it does it really well where it's, like, a lot of... The, the reason this movie is so good to me is it's not in the cinematography, it's not in the, the fucking... The, um you know, whatever, but it, it's it's in the acting. Like, the actors in this movie are fucking, everyone is on point. Yeah. Like, there's not a single performance in that movie that I didn't buy. That's true, yeah. Even the, uh, or especially, now that I think about <clears throat> it, the uh, attorney general, I don't think that's what he was, but the, the mm-hmm. main white guy. The DA? That tells, yeah, that yeah. tells uh, uh, Michael to get off his porch at one point. Yeah. And, like, the way that he plays it is so well done. Like, yeah. It's not over the top or absurd or yeah. It's just it's just like you yeah. you know somebody that would act just like this guy. Yeah. Like it feels like it feels real. It doesn't feel like a movie. Because the big thing about his character is that he is. This was a case that was handled and closed before he came in as DA. Yeah. And I guess like he's just like he, he doesn't want to stir up any trouble in the community because DAs are elected. Yeah. And so he's like you know he's he's fucking trying to shut this shit down because he he doesn't care. He assumes this guy. W- is bad, and, you know, I, I don't think he gave proper thought, but I feel like the entire movie, like, his arc is him trying, like, everyone trying to convince him, like, you're being a fucking scumbag. Yeah. By, by like, you're just putting your career first. Even and, his wife and everybody else. Yeah. Like, it, it, and then it, he turns around at the end. I mean, yeah. the dude's still definitely a racist, still yeah. definitely made the wrong decision for months and kept the man in jail that didn't belong there, but, like, yeah. compared to some of the cops... And some of the the people in the town, he's not the worst character. Yeah. He just has the most power and doesn't use it for good. Yeah. I think, uh, I don't know, I was just, like, super, really into the whole thing. The the, the one thing that was super interesting to me was uh, the scenes where he go uh, Michael B. Jordan goes and visits, like, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, unfortunately. Yeah. He visits the guy's family. Mm-hmm. Like, those scenes were really fucking cool. Cause you can tell he's like sitting there, he's like a little uncomfortable, but like, I, I feel like it, it was it like he like gave them all hope and shit. And yeah, I, don't know, I just like and that you, was one you, of the most could, It felt real. Like it, yeah, that that's what the movie like. I don't know if it's just the acting that did it or the writing, but just in, as total, it just felt like the perfect way to tell that story. Yeah, I can't think of any way, anything that I would go into this movie and be like, if you tweaked this, it would have been better. The yeah. only thing that I can complain about this movie that took it from the 100 to the 95, and I think that this is acceptable to do it, even after, even after when you're rating, ranking a movie. The trailer has a couple scenes in it that they shouldn't have put in the fucking trailer, because then when you're watching the movie, you know... I mean, of course, everybody knows how it ends, yeah. but there were certain scenes that, like, if you watch the trailer intently, which I did because I was really excited for this movie, mm-hmm. then when the movie was going, I was like, oh, but when's this scene going to happen? And then I caught myself out of the movie thinking like, oh, but when's this going to happen? When's mm-hmm. this going to happen? It's like, 
I just want to fucking <clears throat> enjoy the movie. Stop so doing that. So your 5% off is taken off from the trailers? Yep, and I think that's fair. That's not the filmmaker's fault. That's the studio's fault. I don't care. It all, it's all the movie's fault. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. It's, it's the whole the whole package loses some percents because the, the trailer's just fucking... It fucks it up. And it, they didn't need to. They definitely could have edited that together in a better way. Yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. We had this argument earlier, but it was like... Uh... The way this the trailer is presented, it's presented like a fucking Lifetime movie. You yeah. Know, like, they're trying to make it like way more dramatic and shit than it is. But if I can compare this, like, that we went and saw Bombshell, which we're not going to talk about that too much because it's not one of our movies, but neither of us were crazy about it. Um, but Bombshell was like, it was kind of totally inconsistent. Um, I don't know. It, it, was, it, was a, it was a strange movie. Um, this movie is more like Spotlight, if anything. I think that came out in like 2014 or something. Mm-hmm. Um... <clears throat> It was like the Catholic Church. It was the same. It was the same kind of movie. Yeah. Um. But it was, it was like about a bunch of reporters, and it was super interesting because it wasn't like played up drama. And the most the the most interesting part of it was how these how these actors were playing these characters. Yeah. And like the the, the moments in between, because like like it, there's always some fucking like corny Sorkin dialogue, like whenever you like two characters are talking to each other in movies like this. But this movie didn't really have that. Like even when he was talking to Brie Larson's character, like. It was just weird because like she like Brie Larson's character kind of talks like my mom sometimes, mm. like when my family comes around and I was just like, I don't know, I I thought it was I, I think the performances of this movie like I don't want to say carry it because it's a f- fully serviceable movie without them, but like it it, it elevates it like crazy. I like, it, it it takes it from a like from a regular by the numbers movie to something that people remember. Yeah, I definitely think. I mean, I don't care about awards, but I think awards should be are reasonable and should be given out for the acting throughout this movie. Yeah. And that's definitely its strongest suit. Yeah. The other strong suit, outside of the storytelling and the acting, is just how fucking impactful... I mean, the story just written out is impactful in itself because it shows that anybody that in 2020 now can say, oh, there's not really <coughs> a continued racism in the judicial system or in our police forces. It's like, this shit happened in fucking 1986, man. Mm-hmm. Like, that was less than 40 years ago. This shit, if you think that, that that when this happened, we all just gave up on it, and then there was no racism anymore, like, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. It's definitely still there. And uh, it was one of those movies where when they have the facts at the end, you're just so interested in it. Yeah. It made me want to read this dude's book and more about the guy. I, I feel like I should, should have looked up the names beforehand. If I yeah. forgot to. Well, uh, according to the uh, EJI, the the <laughs> the foundation he founded, uh, since 1986 when they started, 2,500 exonerations have happened in the Damn, U.S. Yeah. Not by the EGI alone, um, and over 300 of those were due to DNA DNA evidence that just completely proved it was impossible. <sighs> And that's still happening. Like, that guy is still alive and is still working to overturn yeah. convictions and, and the death penalty. Yeah. Which, I mean, if you have any take on the death penalty, I recommend watching the movie. It might either change your mind or solidify your mind or give you a different perspective. Yeah. I think I think movies like this are... And it doesn't even lean one way or another. I feel like everyone can get behind the characters in this movie, you know? Yeah. I think it's like a very much like, you know, this this guy was wronged. And it was like... Even the the, uh, the guy Tim Tim Blake Robin or Tim Blake Nelson I think it was his name mm-hmm. who played the white guy who accused him like I, there was something universal about this movie that I th- I just really fucked with right I just felt like 
everyone can get behind this. It was the same thing I felt about Spotlight. I was like, there's there's not if it, there's not people on one side or the other going like, oh, they're painting us in a bad light. This movie yeah. just felt honest. There is not another side to this story. It yeah. seems like everything they show you in this story, no matter what your stance is on police forces, the judicial system, or the death penalty, everything they say happened did happen. Yeah. Like, it's certifiably provable that this happened. So yeah. you can disagree. I, I mean, no matter what stance you take, people will disagree with you. If you tell yeah. them the sky's blue, there's ten guys on the internet that'll tell you you're wrong. But yeah. the vast majority of Americans can watch this movie across the political spectrum and be like, wow, yeah. that was a great story. I'm glad it worked out for this guy. This movie does paint small town cops in a terrible light, but I don't think there's anything. But it wrong paints with that. small town cops of 1986 in a bad light. Yeah, it. Well, I like think, a sheriff's department, I guess. I think it's a very small percent of people that can that can, in good faith, <laughs> argue that Alabama cops in 1986 in small towns were the goodies, <laughs> like to everyone. I'm yeah. sure they were goodies to some people, but there's a specific demographic of people that it's really hard to argue 1986 Alabama small town cops yeah. were nice to. And it's just, it's. I mean, it's not funny. It's like sad, but like, you know, my my mom's side of the family, they're from Tennessee, and the, the family in Alabama, family in Kentucky, and just like driving around, like the way like they were. The lady's house they were in, mm-hmm. and then when they go to the uh, the man who's incarcerated his house, like, dude, that's that's still kind of a thing today. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like just like it was it makes, it was, it makes the de-, de facto segregation more obvious when it's in a small town. Yeah, and it was it was just weird though because it was like you know like those moments where like you see something that's so fucking innately familiar to you you can like actually feel like you're there. Mm. Like that for there like it, it happened like. I could, like, smell the fucking, like, humidity and shit. And I was uh, just like, oh, my God, this is weird as shit. See, I have small-town family in Texas, but I haven't been there since I was five because my parents were like, yeah, we're not taking him back there. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they kept me in my nice my nice bubble that I, that I thoroughly enjoy. Oh, my God. But, yeah, just mercy. In general... Uh, out of the out of the three movies, this kind of kind of ruins it for the next two. But this is the one I recommend seeing. If you only if you only see one of the three, go see it. It's about to be out of theaters by I the disagree. time this comes out. It's so good. I think. I mean, I I wouldn't pick one movie. I don't think. I mean, obviously, there's bad boys. <laughs> <laughs> but I think um, each of these each movies we have this month that we went and saw one of my favorite things about this month which it, January was it is a fuck you month yeah. January is not a month where you see good movies but we saw three movies that were insanely different and each did what they did well which spoilers I guess for our opinions in two minutes yeah but that's but, there's no spoilers there so yeah we're good okay we ready for the next one yeah I just want to hop into bad boys yes split very up, split badly the, uh, the intense the intense movies Okay, you ready for the ready for the critics? Yes. Bad Boys for Life, a surprising seventy-seven percent from critics. That's not surprising to me. Really? Yeah. I thought they'd tear it up. They normally don't like the those kind of movies. Yeah, but like that's just the same thing with like with like uh, people say they get surprised when like Fast and Furious does well. Does it do well with critics? Yeah, that's fucking scary. Fast and Fur- Furious movies. Mm. Okay, uh, ninety-seven from the audience. They knew what they were getting into. Mm-hmm. Still 2% lower than Just Mercy, though. <laughs> What's your score? Um, I think it, I don't know, like an 80. 
Another 80? Yeah. Two 80s. Or you gave 85. 85 for Just Mercy. Mercy. I gave it an 80 as well. Had it written down. Yeah. Both gave it an 80. It was surprisingly really fucking good. Uh, my thought is, if you are the kind of person that likes action comedies, this would be a great fucking movie. You're yeah. going to love it. If you're not that kind of person, you're not going to like the movie. Yeah. It is like... Some movies are genre bending where they take a couple different... They, they take it different directions. This movie is just an action comedy... Or a buddy cop movie, and that it doesn't it doesn't divulge. It just it yeah. perfects it. It just sits there and makes it it's, exactly it's what you wanted. It's the best Bad Boys movie. Exactly what you wanted. It made a hundred and eighteen million so far worldwide, mm-hmm. uh, and it made sixty two million of that opening weekend. Which mm. is good for the third one in the series. Yeah. It's how many years Bad since Boys Bad Boys Two? It's been forever. Yeah. It isn't. I don't know. It, 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 that's weird to think about. Like it, you know, Bad Boys did have staying power. People still talk about Bad Boys. Yeah, and you gotta you gotta think <laughs> how many now it's generational. With this much time, there's dads taking their kids to see Bad Boys for Life when yeah. they when they watched Bad Boys one, and they were thirteen. Oh, dude, it's oh, fucking. Just keep going. I got I got a whole <laughs> thing I'm ready for. Uh, the budget was ninety million dollars. That's it. Yeah, with all the, it, it, I guess. Man, this movie really utilized its fucking money. I oh, know shit. with the with the well, they didn't have. I mean, they had that Porsche. That Porsche is so goddamn expensive alone. You gotta wonder. That Porsche wasn't in it that much, was it? It was a good or, amount. No, it was a, in, it was in the first quarter of the movie, and then they took the minivan. No, they he brings the Porsche back. Oh, he does. But even then, dude, that's like there was a dude. The whole movie is like action packed. Yeah, the explosions left and right. Yeah. Wow. But okay. Only ninety million. All right. Who starred in this movie? Who starred in this movie? Yeah. Will Smith. And Will Smith. Will Smith and the other dude. You fucking asshole. Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. Yeah, but Martin Lawrence is in the movie for like ten minutes. No, dude. Martin Lawrence is in the movie for the whole time. Yeah, Will know. Smith. Will Smith is the only one who can do any fucking action scenes anymore. Yeah. Dude, I'm, like, I don't give a fuck what anyone says about Will Smith. I love Will Smith. I think Will Smith keeps churning out fucking shitty movies that are fun to watch, and I don't care. So I know we've we've talked about the the great Ramsey take of that Will Smith has not ever played a character in a movie other than Will Smith, and uh, the past like fifteen years. In the past like fifteen years, yeah. other than Aladdin, he did. There's some he he puts. <laughs> he's his, always nice playing Will Smith, bro. I don't know. There's he, there's a little bit of a spin on it. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, well. Anyways, this is another example of him doing that, and it's fucking great. Yep. It's not bad. It's perfect. You're just happy. I, like, Most I, charming man in America, yeah. without a fucking doubt. He's fucking funny, dude. And that's the other thing about this movie, is like, it, it's consistent. It, like, it knows what kind of jokes it needs to make, and it makes those jokes, and they're fucking funny. Will Smith is great. Will Smith beats the shit out of people in this movie and looks badass. Like, yeah. I don't know, I, I fucking, I love it, dude. I, I love Will Smith. He, he's just not aging the past ten years. Will Smith ten years ago and Will Smith now are yeah. the same fucking Will Smith. He's still fucking ripped, dude. Yeah, no kidding. Like, I, I wonder Christ. what his workout regimen looks like. That's just gotta hurt. He's gotta go to HGH and shit. My God. <laughs> but uh, I think I think my biggest thing with this movie, which I kind of already touched on with the just how pinpointed it is in the action comedy, it never seems to be trying too hard in either direction. Like, it doesn't feel like it's trying to be funny in any cringy point. At, at no point was I like, ah, come on, man. Yeah. And at no point was the action taken further. 
I hate the, the the newest Fast and the Furious mainly because both the comedy and the action felt fucking forced, mm. and it just it was just bad. I hated it. And it felt like they combined it sometimes, where it was like, oh, this is so actiony that it's funny, and it's like, but it's not. You're just it you're not doing though. it right. <laughs> but then they play with it. I mean, we're not arguing about Fast yeah. and the Furious anymore. They hate be wrong toys. <laughs> but uh, Bad Boys never never does that. It never satires itself. It's set out to do something and it does it. I okay. I I just think that I don't know, dude. Like the the, the way about Martin Will Smith is driving a motorcycle while Martin Lawrence is in the sidecar with a fucking Gatling gun. I think it was just. I think you just l- liked this movie more because Will Smith was in it, and that the jokes were landing better. I think this movie sets up the characters better to make you like them because you've never seen Bad Boys one or two, right? No. Yeah, I had that. I was gonna say that off the top and then forgot to say it. Yeah. yeah. But I, I have a cousin that's always loved them, so I, I grew up hearing about how great Bad Boys was, yeah. and just being, being in that situation, the younger brother, the younger cousin, I was just like, I don't fucking care, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, who cares? Fuck, fuck that. Bad Boys, though. I think, I don't, the only thing, I think my only gripe with this movie is that, um, the, the villain characters are weird, because they, they, they position them like they're from the past, and I was like, is this the guy from the first movie, Son? Mm. And then, I, and then I, later on in the movie, because I can't remember fucking Bad Boys 1 and 2. It's been years. But fucking later on, uh, that you reveal that it's not from the first second movie. It's some dude from, like, before the first and second movie. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, this is... I mean, it's great, because it does, like, bring in more and more people who can, like... Open the open this new franchise up, which they, if there's another Bad Boys movie. I'm watching. They definitely care. are making a new Bad Boys yeah. movie. The, the ending of this movie leaves that wide open. Yeah, this movie essentially it, it it pushes out Martin Lawrence because Martin Lawrence in this movie, I love him, but he is fucking old. He does nothing cool. <laughs> <laughs> He's just barely together. But they they play that well. That becomes part of the movie. Yeah, no, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It was just like in, in Bad Boys, Super Bad Boys, one like Martin Lawrence is still kicking ass. Mm-hmm. You know, like like Will, with Will Smith, but like now he's like it's very obvious. He's like I need to stop. I can't make another Bad Boys. Like yeah. I'm fucking out. I think uh, I was like the supporting cast like did super well. I liked all the young kids who like, yeah, showed. that's there, true. Like there was one dude who was annoying, but even then I was like he's not like a great. He's He's annoying that makes sense in the movie, and I like that he was there because Will Smith got to talk to him like he was a little kid. Yeah, <laughs> it was fun playing that. That felt a little bit, uh, a little too TV, if that makes sense. Like, just yeah. how, if I, I hadn't thought about that, but that character did kind of bother me because it just felt, I don't know, poorly written. It was just kind of fucking there. But I liked it because each one of those uh, characters played someone in a Disney Channel teen drama. Really? Yeah. Well, that makes sense. That's what, it, that's what it felt like was I was watching a Disney Channel adult <laughs> drama with Will Smith somehow in it. I, uh, I don't know. Uh, I think, also, all the action sequences I liked. Usually in movies like this, there's always one or two I'm like, ah... Like, I don't really care about car chases, which is sacrilegious, apparently. But, like, I don't know. A lot of times, it's like, ah, this would be cool if you were punching each other. Mm. But even in the car chase in this movie, like, they move around enough, and they make jokes during the action, so it keeps you engaged. You yeah. aren't just It's not just all spectacle. So, it's like, I don't know. I thought it was cool. Like, the whole, like, angle of Mark Lawrence being, like, uh, being like, God put me here to save you, and I'm not violent anymore. And then he finds a Gatling gun, and then Will Smith is like, this is a sign from God. Mark <laughs> Lord's like, yeah, you're right. And he fucking opens up on like 40 people. Mm-hmm. That's fucking dope. 
Yeah, the the only things that I the only reason that my score was an eighty for this are like small minor things, but there were things enough that they took you that they took me out fully, <laughs> and I was just like, oh, what the fuck is happening? One, both of us brought it up right afterwards. Uh, big spoiler if you care, you shouldn't be listening anyways, but. Uh, Will Smith gets shot in the beginning of the movie, and he has to be in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. And then he has a scene where he gives his best man speech, or he he, he gives some type of toast at yeah. a wedding, and he has to and he stands up to give the toast, which is like an, it seemed like an important yeah. scene. And then for the rest of the movie, he's standing and running like nothing ever happened. Dude, it's not even just that; it's at the fucking wedding, dude. Like you know, like <laughs> everyone's seen the YouTube videos where Papaw gets off his fucking decrepit ass gives a speech or does a dance, and then sits back down. Will Smith acts like he's struggling getting up from his wheelchair, gives a speech, like, hobbling around, and then literally 20 seconds later in the movie time... He's having he's a fucking, fight with yeah, Martin Lawrence in he, the kitchen. He's having he's doing a full stride walk <laughs> alongside Martin Lawrence, yelling at him for not getting ready to beat up bad guys again. I was like, Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> then my other, uh, my other thing, which Ramsey didn't notice in the movie... But the other person that went saw it with me. There is an ending scene in which uh, Will Smith and his team have to go down to Mexico to, bat- to fight the big bad. Have a, a cartel. Big, have a, a Mexican, big, a Mexican cartel. cartel. They say cartel in the movie. Have a big old gunfight in an old hotel. And every single extra that is in this cartel is a white dude. And not just a white dude, it's a white dude with, like, the big fucking, like, ex-military beard. Yeah. And they're all wearing fishing hats. And, like... Or like what looks like a fishing yeah. hat and like weird gear that none, none of it screamed cartel. It made no fucking sense. It looks like Rainbow and Six operators. They pulled the whole. They pulled the Game of Thrones. Let's just turn down the fucking brightness so that no one can see mm. any of these fucking people. And the hats are like covering their face. It's like they just couldn't find a Hispanic extra. And they were just like, ah, what can we do here? Hey, Tim, Tim in accounting, get the fuck over here, put this hat on and stay in the shadows. I just did not notice at all. I mean, there's like like, explosions and all this, like, you don't really notice it, but like, the first two guys that started shooting, I was just like, wait, what? (laughs) Why are they like that? (laughs) And then it just, it just kept going and never got addressed. I will say one funny thing that, uh, Cam fucking texted me, he was just like, Yo, the son character, he was like, you were right, that was the best Bad Boys movie, and I was like, of course. And the son character, he was talking about, he's like, yeah, because it was weird. That son character says, I don't kill innocents, but he killed, like, a bunch of DA people and, like, CIs and shit, <laughs> and he was like, and he was like, it was just strange that he wouldn't shoot the fucking, uh... The dude who wasn't the police captain, I guess, like, to get the shot on Will Smith. Yeah. But to be like, fair, that guy has been growing up his whole life being told, like, fuck the police to a to an extreme. That's he think, true. He thinks all those guys were involved in the death of his father, so he's yeah. just, like... I think, uh, he's on a, he's, he's like an He's, like, an eco-terrorist, but, like, an anti-cop terrorist. Like, he'll kill anybody with a badge, but no... Civilians, That's just fair. just if you got a badge. I think the villains in this movie are not good, but I think they're serviceable. Like I think that I I like the son character. At the end of the movie, you find out that Will Smith that Will Smith fucked the main bad lady mm-hmm. in the ni- like nineteen ninety, and then gave birth to his son. Her she gave birth to his son, and then he finds out that Will Smith's the dad, and the son's our age, which is weird because he's he's. Like running a cartel and I'm unemployed. <laughs> 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 I 
But like even He's also able to beat up Will Smith and yeah. Will Smith would beat up both of us at once. <laughs> yeah. I liked the I don't know, I, I I liked it enough where I was like, Yeah, okay. But the reason I liked it so much was because the son did just enough shit and fought Will Smith to where he could be redeemed in the end. Yes. And then Will Smith, in a post credit scene, goes to his cell and he's like, I want you to join the Suicide Squad. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, there's a way we can get your sentence cut down if you do missions with me, your dad, who is dead shot. <laughs> <laughs> I wish this movie was Suicide Squad. I would fucking love this movie. I also Suicide did Squad. like that Will Smith never fucking gets the upper hand on his son. No, dude. outside of everything else, like, you don't you don't need realism in these kind of action comedies. But the but that was some realism. Yeah. Will Smith never fucking gets the upper hand on this kid. Yeah. He's always ready to fuck him up. The funniest thing about that is like even in the end when Will Smith gets him, like he beats him like a dad would beat you. Like, if you if like if I fought my dad, today, I know exactly how that would go. He would, he would fucking use his body weight on me and then put me in a headlock. Will Smith does not skill fight this dude. This he goes like Taekwondo and shit. Will Smith just puts him in a headlock and he's like, "Boy, look at yourself in the mirror, huh? You." <laughs> That's fucking grandpa ass Will Smith just getting on his son's ass. That's a fun movie. That's it. This really is good. period. It's just a fun movie. I do want to point good, out fun movie. Yeah, I do want to point out because people don't say this enough. That when they see it, they just they don't really know they're appreciating it. This movie has great action, genuinely good. Like even shooting scenes and shit. Like when Wilson's beating the shit out of people. There's no shaky cam. There's nothing goofy. It's goofy, but like it is fucking dope to watch. Yeah. And not every action movie that's corny does this shit. I think the same thing with Gemini Man. Where I was like, the action is good. Yeah. It's fun it's fun to fucking watch, man. It's a it's a what did you give it? What do we give it? Eighty? I gave it an eighty. We both gave it an eighty. Yeah. For what it's trying to be, it's fucking perfect. Yeah. You gotta keep in mind our scores are just based on our personal opinions, not how good the movie is. Yeah. I run on pure instinct. I don't uh, have a fucking I don't have a scoring system. No, I, I do. I got 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 all of them ranked. Okay, ready for the last one? Oh, the best one. Mm-hmm. 1917. Motherfucker. Roger fucking Deacons, baby. You ready for these, the, the critics? Yes. 89. What? Mm-hmm. It's the one-shot shit. Mm, critics don't like that? I, I guarantee you that 11% didn't like it. Still the highest of the, the three movies <coughs> from the critics. Audience, lowest. What? 89. Same. That's fucking dumb. What are you giving it? Dude, Fuck. 98. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So before I give mine, I gotta give the, the backstory of what happened this past week. Ramsey wanted me to go see this movie and Underwater, both of which I had zero fucking interest in going yeah. to see. Absolutely none. And I agreed that I would go see 1917 as long as I didn't have to go see Underwater. And that was that was the rule we made. The the thing about that is though, Underwater was a shitty movie I wanted to go see. Nineteen Seventeen was a movie I had to go see. This yeah. is like a fucking like what people are gonna be talking about this movie years to, for years to come. No one's underwater. I want to see Underwater because spoilers for Underwater. I heard there was a Cthulhu monster at the end and want to see what it looked like. And I don't <laughs> have patience for DVD. Um, okay, we'll get into the budget and then all that. I'm okay. giving the movie a sixty. That is my personal take. You're I'm insane. not saying whether the movie is good or bad for what it aimed to be. I'm saying that's what I thought of the movie. Uh, it's made $23 million so far worldwide. Again, less than a million opening weekend because they did a, a, 
uh, limited release yeah. at a few theaters and then spread. And then this is weird. Mm-hmm. The budget, $90 million. Yeah. Same budget as Bad Boys. I buy it for this movie. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. It seems like Bad Boys would have had a bigger one. It just yeah, seems the... odd. Bad Boys had more well-known <laughs> actors and way more explosions. But I guess the sets you also have for 1917 consider, are bigger. Yeah, you also have to consider how much more difficult it is to film 1917 than it is Bad Boys. Yeah. Like it's probably, it's, it's, there was probably double the set time than it was on Bad Boys. There was a, uh, a behind-the-scenes thing posted on Reddit the other day that had one of the running through a city scenes. Yeah. It was fucking insane to see the way that they had to set all of that up yeah. just to get a scene of this man running. Yeah. For a 30-second scene was obviously mm-hmm. millions of dollars right there just to get him running in a straight fucking line. good. Uh, I'll preface this with the conversation that we had about 1970... Well, A, I didn't want to see Underwater because I knew Underwater was going to be a fucking terrible movie. We both did. And I didn't want to see 1917 because I told Ramsey I just don't fuck with war movies. Then he listed all the, the must-see good war movies, and obviously I haven't seen them because I'm a jackass. Yes. But uh, I just... I, I don't like war movies. I don't understand them. The ones I've seen, I've never enjoyed them. And then this one, it was the exact same. I just don't fucking... Why? It doesn't make any sense to me. I just... I I don't... I don't know. I don't relate to the characters. I don't... Should should I just go into this one specifically? I can do that. Yeah, go into this one specifically. Okay, this one specifically... uh, Super spoilers, you should know already if if you're tuned in. Uh, This game felt like... This movie felt like one terrible game of PUBG. Felt like they landed somewhere, they walked for a while, bad stuff happened, but it wasn't that bad, so they kept walking, and then bad stuff happened, and it was pretty bad, so one guy kept walking, then he got to be in a car, then he kept walking, then he ran for, like, ever, and then more bad stuff happened, and then he ran again... And then the movie ended. But the th- that's that's fucking bullshit, though. That's like not even an argument. You're just you could do that with any fucking movie. Just say like X, Y, and Z happened. Let's take out the context of how it was shot, how it made you feel, the suspense you felt. But the, the whole that movie was is built on suspense. It, this movie is almost a, like this is a thrilling fucking movie. Like I see there are that's, horror movie elements. That's to where it. I disagree, and I thought about that horror movie element. This because while we were watching it, because I was so out of the movie. Because the suspense is always there, to like for pretty much the entire fucking two hours of the movie is the suspense is almost the same. It's it's you're at like a six suspense the whole fucking time. It never drops down. So then after fifteen minutes of being at a six level suspense, for me it just drops off and I'm just like I don't fucking care anymore, man. Like and then it's only at the most suspenseful times that I'm giving a flying fuck. Like I, 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 at no point did I, at no point did I not know what was gonna happen next. But the the thing is, like, that's not really the point of this movie, though. Like, the point of this movie was was the moment to moment, like following throughout it. Like, even in the beginning, when you, when you track this movie from the beginning, and they go in and they go through. I did not know this movie was all one shot. I kind of stayed away from everything for this movie. That is what gives it the entire sixty for me. It was amazing to see the cinematography Dickens, and baby. how cool this Roger is. Uh, but the thing is, to me, like it. This I bought the story because like I you I fucking was rooting for this dude because the shit that was happening to him like it does ebb and flow but the thing is like the back end of the movie is like 
when you start out, they go they go through the tunnels, and you're like, okay, when's shit going to start? And it's already, like, suspenseful because you don't know that the Germans aren't in the trenches, you know? And then they're not in the trenches, and they keep going through, and they go, and then they, they hit a tripwire while they're in the tunnels, and it blows up, and they get out. But, like, it's fucking really intense. It's super intense, and they go off, and they go to the farmland, and, like, it, it does drop off, but when it picks up, when they see other sol- soldiers, you look at him because he's by himself, you know, it yeah. really it, the stakes are higher because it's not like he's fucking one dude who can kill a ton of people. And he kills one person in the movie. I will say the stakes felt high, or my heart was racing all the way up until right after about about ten minutes after the rat did the trip wire, and then for the rest of that movie, I honestly believed he was gonna make it and knew he was gonna do it. It was like watching. It, it felt like watching a Marvel movie that's taking itself way too seriously, where I was like, I know the good guy's gonna win, why why am I fucking, like, on the edge of my seat? Whereas a good horror movie, you don't know. Sometimes, like, for some horror movies, the bad shit happens, and in some horror movies, they, they survive. But in this, the whole fucking time, I was like, he's gonna make it. Yeah, but th- to me, like, I just think that that's, like, a little reductionist, because honestly, dude, like, it's about, like, what he goes through. And, but, like, how he changes from the from the beginning to the end. Okay, then I'm not yeah. arguing that that's not an enjoyable genre or an enjoyable movie for some people. I'm arguing I don't understand that. I don't find it fun at all. It's so fucking boring. I don't, dude, but... Because, like, like, we left, and you and the other person we were watching it, we both, like, that was a great movie. And at the 30-minute mark... I knew I was going to leave there and just be like, I fucking love the cinematography. Yeah. The camera work, the one thing is perfect. There's so there's so few. I was like, I'm just going to focus on this thing that I like, and then when we get to the podcast, I'll admit, I don't fucking care. I didn't like it. But that's weird to me, because the whole thing is, like, it's not even just about, like, you know what's going to happen, but to see him keep going and just fucking, like, gun it and just keep going, right? He's fucking tired, he's falling apart, but he's just keeping it together. But it's he fucking also inspiring. Just, he like, also just stops sometimes and does weird shit for, like, 15 minutes, and you're like, dude, there's... Like, what? For, for example, if he didn't stop and spend 20 minutes with that baby, or the, the times where he stopped and just stared at stuff for a good, like, 10 seconds of screen time, then he would have gotten there before the first wave went off. Dude, bro, that's, that doesn't make any... That, so What? That's not how... That wasn't how it went. That's, he's not a fucking robot, though. This man's not the Terminator. He's just a kid. I got it. I, I, I get that, but I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I get where you're coming from, but for me, I just think it's like... That's kind of throwing the baby out with the bathwater. I mean, like, but I know how it's going to end up. But the thing is, like, it is about the journey and those moments where he is stopping and stuff. Like, it, That's characterization. Because a lot of the movie, he's not with other people. Yeah. He's just trying to survive. So like when he's with the baby and everything... And the lady's like, do you have any kids of your own? He doesn't say anything because he's fucking shut him off. He shut himself off to survive. Yeah. You know, like, to me, like, I don't know. I, the, I found the whole movie inspiring just because the fucking, this dude's will to live and, like, to complete his mission. And, like, because in the beginning, the uh, he, he's with uh, someone picks him to go on this mission. And it's uh, his bro- It's the guy whose brother is with the, the, other, um, the other battalion who's going to yeah. attack. And the dude dies in the first, like, 25 minutes of the movie. And so it's about this other dude who got picked who did had no He's, clues He doesn't coming. have skin in the game other than just to go save other people's lives. Yeah. It, but, I don't know, dude. It just... 
this movie got me for the same reason like a lot of war movies get me. And the thing is like, I think a lot of war movies do a shitty job because it, it becomes about, oh, America, like, hell yeah, but this isn't about America. It's like, it becomes about that character. There like, is the, the part where he gets in a him. truck with, I think that's probably one of my favorite scenes when he, he's been through probably going to be the most traumatic moment of his entire life where he loses a friend and watches him die in front of him while he turned his back to get water. And then he gets in a, in a, in a truck with a bunch of, I think they're British soldiers, yeah. like 90% sure, um, and they're all just dicking off, because it's 20 of them dicking off in the back of a truck, like what else, they, they haven't just been through anything, yeah. and he's just fucking like, shell-shocked, yeah. and then, like, the camaraderie that they showed him, when they realized, like, oh, this dude didn't just get in the back of a truck because he needs a ride, this dude is fucking, like, yeah. in a different zone than the rest of us, and they gave him some whiskey, and they, like, every single one of them, even the shithead one, is like, Good luck, man. Like, yeah, because he's on mission, and that's the thing is, like, he gets told try not to dwell on it. And yeah, he's like, okay. Yeah, and I just think like, oh, but it. I think that the cinematography lends itself to the suspense of the movie, um, the choreography, like the way the way he runs through the city, the lighting. There is absolutely is no dope. point, and and I'll say this even as somebody that I don't enjoy these kind of movies because when they stay that suspenseful, it just fades off for me. Um, but if you're not like me, there's not a point in this movie you can look away from the screen. Yeah. The whole fucking time, there's a chance that it's all gonna go shits up. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't know, dude. I just think, like, the at the end, there's, there's a scene where he's, like, running, because he's going through the trenches, because he's trying to find this colonel to tell him to uh, call off the attack, because he doesn't, you know, it's a trap that the Germans have set. And he gets to the point where he's at the end, and he's, it's just a fucking 300 yards he needs to run. And he looks through the trenches, and he can, like, push through a ton of people, but he crawls out of the trench and fucking sprints across, and everyone in the trenches goes and charges the Germans, which, you know, sad and bad, because they weren't supposed to do that, but it was just super inspiring to see this dude just fucking gun it, and then go up to the commander and be like, call them the fuck off. Like, I have well, lost so much. they didn't so run much. because he did that. I thought he did. No, no. Oh. They were already gonna oh, go. so in it. Oh my god. Uh, no, he just, he realizes that he's not gonna be able to get to him going through the trenches because he's bumping into, it's a one person wide. Yeah. So he's like, I can save 30 seconds if I just, one more time, risk my entire life. I just, I don't know, dude. Like, that shit was inspiring. The fucking music's great. It never overstays its welcome. Yeah, I, just, I was I was a huge fan of this movie like through and through. There's probably only four times in the whole movie that you can tell there was some uh, there was cut. some camera work or there, yeah. there's one obvious cut where it actually fades to black, but it makes sense narratively. Yeah. But the rest of the time, the cuts are so subtle, you never fucking notice them. Yeah. Um, the only one I can say is when he gets to the end of the river and he has to climb over some bodies and he's walking out. He passes a tree. And you can tell, because a lot of, throughout the movie, there's some cuts where the camera will go around a tree, mm-hmm. and then it, it, that's, that's a cut, you just don't yeah. notice it. But this one, particularly, when it goes around the tree, he's in a different hill, and you can tell it just swapped. Oh, really? And it, it did take me for half a second, but I was also like, yeah, this movie's two hours long, and that's the first time yeah. I was like, oh, look, the camera changed, like, <coughs> which is fucking incredible. Yeah. I, uh... All in all, if you're if you are into war movies, I can say that was a great. What it set out to do, it did it amazingly. I just yeah. don't fucking like those. I didn't. I don't like that kind of movie. 
Yeah. I don't know. I think this. I think this is a great movie. Even like separated from the war shit. Like, mm. I think it's it's super. It's well acted. It's well shot. The story is compelling. It's just it's it's really intense. Way I think, more intense than I thought it was gonna be. And I think that might be my my biggest complaint is that I think there's something to be said where, for example. Um, a song that that is just one consistent melody for four minutes, no one no one wants that. It gets boring. You get over it. You, you things have to ebb and flow, and this this movie to me feels so suspenseful that at a certain point it stops being suspenseful. You're just like this is so. My heart can only pump yeah. fast for so long before my brain's like, oh, this is not this is not fight or flight, yeah. bud. Chill. I don't know, man. I just had a different experience. Like, I think that that there were enough moments of like calm, like peppered throughout. Where like for me, I thought whenever he found the battalion, whenever that because there is a song that's sung, yeah, and he goes and finds them. I thought the movie was gonna cut to black there because mm. I was I didn't see a trailer or anything, so I didn't know another big thing was coming. But it's just like just shit like that was like I don't know, dude. Just, it, the fucking cherry blossoms and like I don't know. I will say this is a very good. Uh, this is a a good movie where the trailer didn't take anything away. I remember watching this trailer. It it this the trailer showed you exactly what the movie was about. Didn't ruin a fucking thing. I watched the whole trailer. You don't you don't know that the second main character is gonna die twenty five minutes in. Yeah, that was shocking. Yeah, me. like that yeah. that that was I didn't see that one coming. Yeah, and in the trailer you don't get the idea that that's gonna happen. Yeah. I think more war movies need to be... I mean, there are a lot like it, but I think even more need to be like this, where it's just, like, very honest, and it's less of an action movie, and more of, like, a... You know, these, these, these people aren't action heroes. This dude's fucking 25. Yeah. Like, this is scary and sad and fucked up. Also, the amount of times that the the main guy doesn't shoot back because he's like, this is... It, we, our guns are shit. This is a 50-50 chance. <laughs> he, he just runs instead, yeah. and you're like that. That seems to be what any yeah. fucking rational person would do. And this is like he's not just constantly being like, "Oh yeah, I got in eighteen one-on-one gunfights and yeah. won them all." He's like, "No, I got in one through the whole movie, and the rest of the time, uh, he choked a dude out at one yeah. point because he had to." And he, the rest of the time, he's just fucking running yeah. and hiding. Like, I think the, there was one sequence with a sniper where it was interesting to me that he went on the offensive with the sniper, but then I thought about it, and I was like, he fucking had to. He literally could not cross without that guy killing him. And it was just like, it was stuff like that where he, I felt like he only fought when he needed to. Yeah. And it was just, I don't know, it was super interesting, and I, I think that, uh, one thing I will say about this movie that I did not like. Ooh, that took the 2% away. Yeah. There are three or four actors in this movie that are very famous, that are there oh. for two minutes for important roles, but two minute roles, and it, it, I think it took me out. Like what the the uh, spoilers, whatever. For the end, whenever they go to the last colonel who they're trying to fight, it's fucking Benedict Cumberbatch, Doctor Strange. Yeah, and I was like, ah, okay. And then the other dude, the at the end, fucking it's Richard Madden, and I was like, oh cool, he found Rob Stark. <laughs> I was like, okay. And who was the guy? You're gonna make fun of me because I don't know the actor. Who was the guy that was helping drive the caravan of British soldiers? Oh, my dad, Mark <laughs> Strong. Mark Strong. Yeah, because yeah, seeing him, it just because the main character, I don't know him from anything. 
Yeah, I he's probably not, he's should. But, oh, okay. Well, he did a great job. I yeah. hope that opens his career up because my God, yeah, if he's coming into it with that, he, the acting is amazing in this as yeah. well. I wouldn't say it's as good as Just Mercy, but I think for what it was, I think this movie was as good as it could have been. As far yeah, as Just Mercy was. might have just had more more to play yeah. off of. Uh, I will say one thing: the characters su- are much less in depth. Yeah. Sidebar: Every time Mark Strong is in a movie or a war movie. I always get scared because every time Mark Strong has died in a movie and he's been a good guy, I've cried a little bit because he looks <laughs> just like my dad. Mm. And it's super upsetting. <laughs> but yeah, um, overall, I would say that if there's one movie you watch out of all these, go see 1917. I vote Just Mercy. Yeah. And they're, they're both good movies, just wildly different. And go see Bad Boys with a big group of friends and then get hammered afterwards. It'd be yeah. great. Bad Boys is a movie you're going to be watching... I'm going to be watching Bad Boys on my TV while I'm playing video games for years to come. Yeah. Like, it's just it, it's just one of those movies where you're just like, I want to have this on. And then, uh, we want to knock out the two we decided not to review? Uh, yeah. We should, let's do Bombshell first. Okay. We bo- we saw Bombshell. It's a docudrama similar to, uh, um, I Just think... Mercy, but it's kind of done in a different light yeah this one's more like thank you for smoking or whatever it's more of like a it's more like a comedy based one yeah like, don't get me wrong this movie gets heavy um but it's um i don't know no spoil you can't really spoil it you know this yeah we so won't recently. spoil anything for the next two movies yeah uncut gems, uncut gems is the next one there are no spoilers uncut gem and uncut bombshell gems. we won't say anything that re- that messes the movie up yeah bombshell it could it could be worth seeing it just when two docudramas come out right next to each other and one is just Mercy, Bombshell gets put in the shadows. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't know. I feel like Bombshell was also, like, tonally consistent. And I felt like they played it a little too meta. Yeah. Where I was like, ah, this is too cutesy for it, what it needs to be. I'm like, I don't know about this. A lot of, it's a dark story being told in a not not dark enough way. Yeah. But then, say something positive before we move on on it. It is amazing how close these actresses look and actors look to the real life. Yeah. Because Just Mercy didn't care. Michael B. Jordan doesn't look that much like, yeah. the, like the real lawyer. But in Bombshell, they're, they're literally, they're fucking... Yeah. Like, when they switch between uh, actual clips of Fox correspondence and then the actresses, and you can't tell which one's the real one. Yeah. It's I, remarkable. I think that uh, Bombshell, I'm not going to going too long, but I, I do think the performances were good. Um, it just, I feel like this movie could have opened itself up to be more, I don't know, just more impactful, like Just Mercy, like Just Mercy did, but I guess the way they did it and the way the to- uh, it was, to- like, the tone and everything, like, it felt like it was almost shot for rewatchability, which was weird, because mm-hmm. I was, like, peppering a lot of humor in throughout and stuff like that, and I was like, I don't know, man, I just felt like there was a different way to do this. Yeah. You know? It's like, um, I don't know. It, it's, it's just Mercy movie. has it's, has some high points, some light humor in it that happens. Yeah, there's like two. There's no like yeah, but I'm saying that that's jokes. how it that's how it feels like you should do something when you're working yeah, in yeah. that dark of a manner and you're not satirizing it. You're, yeah, you're trying to tell a very dark, serious story. Yeah, you you can throw in a you can throw in a tasteful joke not about the subject matter, but told yeah. between two characters in the movie. But you yeah. can't. I, I don't know. I think Bombshell just missed its mark. It felt like it was trying to be, like, a little bit like Bridesmaids, which I thought was weird. Mm. I was like, all right, this is... I don't know. Uh, but uh, you, there are some heavy moments. Uh, Margot Robbie 
did pretty good. I don't know if Margot Robbie played a real character. I never, I couldn't find anything about her. But like she, like there was one moment in the movie. Um, she has a, I don't know. It's it's this also scene. whereas just mercy. When I looked that up, it really kind of stuck to the real story. Bombshell, because obviously these women, or a lot of the women that were involved in this state anonymous for, for good reason, yeah. they kind of <coughs> combined multiple stories into one or two characters. Mm, that was probably the Margot Robbie character. Margot Robbie yeah. is not a real, she doesn't play a real person, she plays a conglomeration of multiple women that were involved in all of the Fox yeah. allegations, which were way more women than a lot of women which yeah. is sad and but I think doing that kind of took away from they, they have them oh, I'm, I can't I'm not gonna say anymore yeah uh, I will Don't say spoil one anything. more thing uh, I think it also probably lends itself that um, Just Mercy were people we didn't know beforehand about you know I we know who Megan Kelly is and whatnot. Uh, and also the ending of um, the all of that isn't happy like it's not yeah, Just Mercy. Yeah, no, the ending of Just Mercy is happy. Like, you know, it's like bad stuff happens, but like you see who this person is and like the stuff he did afterward. But the thing with the bombshell one is like we all know what happens po- po- afterward and just it doesn't feel like an, it doesn't feel like justice was done. Yeah. Yeah. But that's bombshell. Now moving on to the next movie, Uncut, Uncut Gems. Gems. Uh, Should I start with this one? Yeah, this is the movie you care about. Yeah, so uh, we lied to you and told you we were going to be reviewing this one this this month, and then we just ended up not because we saw this back in 2019 before yeah. before December even ended. Um, what can I say about Uncut Gems? When the first trailer came out and Adam Sandler was was starring in a not comedy, and I and I watched that trailer, the first thing I said to Ramsey was like, "I'm super excited about that movie," and he's like, "You've never been excited about a movie," and I was like, "That's gonna be my favorite movie." And it is, it's so fucking good. Yeah. It was my favorite movie of 2019, without without even, maybe yeah. El Camino, but that's kind of in a different, that was a Netflix, straight to Netflix movie, not yeah. a... Uh, I think, I think it's, it's fucking great. Like, I really liked it a lot. It was, um, I think not seeing Good Time was good for you, because when I watched this movie, I was like, oh, this is great, but I was like, this is a lot like Good Time. It's a bet, it's like, this one is better. But Good Time is the Safdie Brothers' first movie they directed with starring Robert Pattinson. Um, it, I, it's just... The way this movie is uh, executed is so fucking cool because it feels realistic to how shitty people behave. Yes. Especially also, speak to each other. Yeah, the voices... The way, that, the way that this is filmed doesn't feel like a TV show, doesn't feel like a sitcom, doesn't feel like a movie. It doesn't feel like any kind of video art we've ever gotten it feels like you're in a room it feels like you're standing invisible in the room while all of this is going on yeah there's no if there's 18 people in the room and the two main characters are talking you can't fucking hear the two main characters because there's 18 people in the fucking room Mm -hmm. and that's it just feels so real yeah i think um that that's the number one recommendation i take back Mm. uh just mercy uncut gems my god yeah. Definitely my favorite of 2019. Uh, I think Adam Sandler was fucking awesome. It was cool seeing him in his more serious role. I think the last one I saw him in was like Punch Drunk Love or something. Which mm-hmm. Adam Sandler can fucking act. A lot of comedy actors can act. I don't know why people were acting shocked by this. Like, It was really cool seeing him in that role, though, and I wanted to see him in more. Um, and I just I felt like there weren't any characters in this movie that were unnecessary. 
Yeah. I feel like this movie definitely cut the fat pretty decently. Yeah. Right, well, yeah. I don't know. I just... I, front to back, it's... It is kind of the thing where... <laughs> I feel like you had this with 1970, I had this with this movie, where it's so much the entire time that eventually I just, like, chilled out and then kind of just, like... I was able to see things more clearly instead of just being, like, nervous the whole time where I was like, this is fucking really cool, though. The way, it, like... The front of that back of this movie is super satisfying, honestly. Yeah. It's a great movie. Yeah. Recommend everyone watches it. Yeah, I just... I'm excited blind. to see where the Safdie brothers... What their next movie is. And yeah. what the next movie after that is. And the next one after that. I'm excited to see where they go. But I think that's it for monthly movie review. It's a lot for January. Much more than you'd expect. We saw a fuckload of movies. Yeah. It was a, it was a surprising... Surprising good January. Yeah, no bad ones. Damn. So catch us next week with uh, From the Ground Up. <clears throat> Should be a good one. First one of February. Fuck. Yes. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you for listening.